Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of Impact Outdoors Podcast. We have got another great show lined up for you today. None other than my good friend Vance Zahorski from Line Cutters. And I uh, can't wait for you to listen to Vance's story about how one little idea that came about has changed his life and so many other lives across the country. Um, he is making a huge impact in the fishing industry as well as other industries um, with the line cutters products and um, really excited to listen to kind of how this all came about and the whole shark tank experience and, and all the cool stuff he's gotten to do and be a part of since then and um, Vance is a good guy I've known him for a while and and finally got out to to do a little fishing with him this right before we recorded this podcast and uh, we got his family out and caught some fish and had some fun and uh, it was a good time so with uh without any further ado let's let's get to the podcast all right thanks for listening okay so we're here this is probably the weirdest place i've done a podcast so far <laughs> uh we got vance Zahorsky here with this line cutters what's up brother what's up Derek? I'm tired, man. We've been on the water all day. <laughs> uh, we just got back from fishing, and uh, we did a little dolphin tour. Had Vance's wife, Jen, and his two girls out, and uh, that was a lot of fun. 
That was an absolute blast when that first dolphin popped its head out and the girls like covered their mouth. That's, that's yeah, the expression. I, I you took know. some I took some pictures of them for you. I'll send you after this, but uh, it was pretty cool. Ran out to the Galveston jetties, caught a few sheep's head and uh, a couple other little odds and ends, and um, and they were done. They wanted to come back and go to the beach and go swimming over here. So. <laughs> I know, I was ready to stay and they're ready to go. So, yeah, so currently we're sitting in the parking lot of the boat ramp in the truck doing this. So, um, cool deal. Yeah, you can do these things anywhere. So, well, listen, man, I've been wanting to have you on the show. We've been trying to do this since we, before we even got our first one recorded. And uh, we finally made it happen. So, thank you. Well, I'm honored to be here. I appreciate you having me. And, uh, I mean, talk about the royal treatment. Take my family out, oh, seeing man. dolphins, catching fish, and now I'm hooked up to NASA equipment. <laughs> yeah, right. This podcast equipment you got is, I didn't even know they had stuff like this out here. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty badass. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, my podcast is called Impact Outdoors. And I remember meeting you, gosh, it's been a long, I mean, we've known each other for quite a while. When did when did y'all first start the line cutters thing? When did y'all jump on the scene with that? Uh, the first trade show I did that I, th- I think I met you at was the Houston Fishing Show at George right. R. Brown Convention Center, and that was back in 2016, I believe, that March. Yeah. And so most everybody probably knows you from Shark Tank. I, some people ask me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at your truck, and uh, yeah, and uh, it's got Shark Tank there on the side. But I mean, y'all, uh, you you had uh, you had quite an episode, and I know you had a pretty crazy journey just to get to that point. And um, so, kind of tell us, you know, kind of just start out and uh, kind of where you're from and and how this all came about. Yeah, it's been a very exciting journey, uh, ups and downs, like any entre- true entrepreneur will tell you if they're being honest with you, and uh, it's it's been a crazy ride, and it, it just all started with basically uh, a simple idea, that light bulb moment, and to give you a little backstory, I was born in St. Paul, Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, my dad worked for 3M, uh, transferred from Minnesota down to Houston, Texas, uh, out of that uh, the big 3M building in Houston. We lived in Humble, Texas, so I went to uh, Tuscaloosa Middle School, Oaks Elementary School, uh, Humble High School, and nice. uh, so that's kind of my stomping ground in the, in the Humble area, and then um, ended up living in Arizona for a little bit, and basically that's pretty much the three areas I, I, I grew up in and kind of lived my life, and then uh, one day, I'd been fishing since four years old in Wisconsin, Texas, Arizona. And uh, one day I surfed fishing in Florida and caught a black tip shark, just like the Shark Tank episode said. Um, got tangled using 100-pound Power Pro braid. Tried to uh, run up to my tackle box to get a knife and cut it free. And ended up stepping on my fillet knife, my bait Oof. knife, and almost cut my toe off. And I'm like, man, oh I've gosh. got two chipped teeth. Uh, I've got a, a toe dangling by some skin. I'm like, this is. there's got to be a better way. And that's, that's kind of how everything started. Yeah. And... <laughs> I mean, it's such a simple thing, but it never been done. I mean, before for this purpose, and, and I remember the first time I seen, it, I was like, "That's a pretty cool idea," you know, and pick some up, and uh, I've been using them ever since. I mean, you've seen them on the boat, and we've got several of them. And um, so when did you realize? I mean, before Shark Tank, when did you realize that this was going to be something you could? basically quit everything else you were doing and make it the rest i mean you're 
probably a lifelong journey now. Hopefully, you know, with this initial business. Well, that that so that moment, I'm I'm like, there's got to be a better way. I had a, a pretty long drive from uh, Destin, Florida, to Austin, and I was just thinking, you know, I. I've just, there's got to be a better way to cut fishing line than a fillet knife or, and I thought about my chipped teeth and I have friend, friends in Florida that had $150,000 boats with all the Simrad and Lowrance and all that stuff on their boat. And guess what they're complaining about? Cutting fishing line, yeah. you know, so I, I knew there was a market opportunity for it. So uh, I ended up going to Home Depot and buying some JB weld and uh, took apart the little metal piece on your dental floss cutter and made these really ugly rings and it hardens quickly it took me like three or four tries and mm -hmm. it smells terrible and but i put one on my finger and I, I cut i think it was like 12 pound strand or something like that it was some cheap uh pan fishing line and i just did the motion and cut and then i was like like i could literally feel a surge of electricity go through my body i'm like that's crazy that's this is this could be it so thank god my wife went in i kind of went in there like i'd seen a ghost and i'm like honey i i think i have something that could get on shark tank and i swear i, I told her that till to this day we laugh about it because <laughs> she looked at me like i was crazy and i had that crazy look in my eye and she's like if you want to we just finished doing our dream house remodel um she's like if you want to sell the house and quit your job that sounds crazy to me but she's like I, i'll support you i think i've never seen you like this and i've come up with a lot of ideas <laughs> But this one, she said, this one actually makes sense. So yeah. that was, uh, that's how it started. That's, that's crazy. You still have the original ring? You got I, it framed at home or? I don't have it framed, but I've got this little uh, metal box that sits on my desk and that I put all my prototypes I make out of uh, like my daughter's welding putty. Yeah. So I have like four or five different things. I got four patents now, one pending, and they all started with like a clay model. Um, and I have, keep them in this little metal bin. Anybody could do this that's what's crazy i mean you see all this stuff but 99 percent of everything probably came about the same way that the line cutters ring started that's so i've been very fortunate to get on tv uh abc got onto the view with Whoopi goldberg and stuff in 2018 that was exciting um so I've had some some pretty lucky breaks, um, and and that's allowed me to, to get hired to speak in front of some schools. And I mm -hmm. went to Lincoln, Nebraska, and spoke in front of their entrepreneurship program at a Shark Tank summit. And th that's what my message is: is you know chasing a dream. You know, a lot of people go to work, come home that Monday through Friday, and they're all excited for Friday, and then. Saturday, you know, Saturday, Sunday, and then all of a sudden it's Monday again, you know, and yeah. they're dreading going to work Monday. And you really, sh I've just impassioned, you should never dread going to work. So my message is, you know, life short, you got one shot on earth, no matter what you believe in after, um, you know, I believe you go to heaven. Some people, you know, believe in reincarnation. Some people believe in sun gods or whatever, whatever belief you have, you got one shot. We can all agree that that's mm -hmm. the case. So, you know, find something you love. Don't be afraid to take risks. And, uh, you know, I went for it. And now I tell people, if you do take a risk, you're in the, the best possible time to go for it because you can get online and file your for an EIN, your employee identification number. Right. You can set up your Shopify account. Uh, you can do online banking. I literally just went through this all last week for uh, Colin and I are starting a, a new business on the side. I literally in two days had a Shopify site, a website built, an EIN number, 
and then uh, the Texas uh, Secretary of State or tax ID number within two to three days. Yeah. All of it done. If you if you invent an idea or like a line cutter's ring or uh, a new type of shoe buckle or whatever the case is, you can get with uh, a you can buy a 3D printer for 350 bucks online. You could pay a college student in the engineering program on the side to help you make a prototype, and and then you can go to Kickstarter and crowdfund your idea. And you don't have to be a college grad. You don't have to be a high school grad. Mm. You could literally be, a, you know, a 10 or 12 year old and start a business. Literally, you know, maybe have your parents help you out. But yeah. I mean, that there's there's no time but then like the present to start a business. And you see, I don't know. I watch Shark Tank, you know, quite a bit at home. Always have, and and uh, you see a lot more kids on there now, man, which is crazy. I'm starting up these businesses on their own, you know, eight, nine, ten years old. It's crazy. True story. Leslie Pearson, the girl that walked in before me in, in Sony Studios, I met her. She had invented a product called Good Hangups. That's a sticker that you stick on the wall that has a magnet behind the sticker. And you can hang posters on brick or in dorm rooms or if you rent a house mm-hmm. or apartment. So you don't have to nail through walls. And it, it's you hang pictures and stuff up with these stickers. So anyway, she walked into the, the Shark Tank uh, while on set in Sony Studios, and, and then we ended up meeting through that experience. Well, her seven-year-old son, Alex, invented a game called Taco vs. Burrito. <laughs> he just hit a million dollars in sales. A seven-year-old who I know, wow. a million dollars, and he's seven. He's been on the Seattle Times, and it, it was one of the best-selling games on Amazon. A million dollars in sales in less than a year. He's seven years I'll old. I'll have to look that game up when I get home. It's a blast. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Man. Well, that's, I don't know, that the entre, you know the entrepreneurial spirit and the ideas that people come up with are, are crazy. And But it's a, a huge part of the fishing industry. I mean, you know, we see each other at ICAST every year. Every year, there's just tons of new stuff there, you know, trying to get their break, like like what you got, and and um, it's pretty cool to see see that happen. And some make it, and some don't. <laughs> but you're never gonna know if you don't try. I tell you what, it, <laughs> and, and to this day, you know, one one minute, you know, you're like, gosh, I, you know, gonna be millionaire, billionaire. You're having these great feelings, and the next minute, you're like, I'm gonna be living in a box on the side of the road as you write a check for a hundred thousand bucks for inventory and then the factory's delayed and you know so it's it it's not easy it looks always easier on the outside than what it is yeah. but uh it, it definitely is exciting that's yeah. for sure man that's cool but so y'all um let's keep saying y'all so colin your brother helps with the business right so is he part owner or i mean is he he basically helps i mean he's at all the shows that guys are everywhere except for right now because of corona yeah but i mean i know colin's a big part of the business huge part and that's pretty cool getting to work with your brother i would think for the most part it's been awesome so we're wired exactly opposite he's that calm cool and collected sleeps in in the morning plays video games loves to fish at 11 to 2 in the afternoon that's when he takes off I'm high strung, high energy, five o'clock in the morning. I'm just, 
you know, so our, we're, we're like kind of the yin and yang, and he, he really does a good job at balancing me out. Like, I'll freak out over something small, and he just calms me down like, hey, everything's going to be fine. And then I wake him up and push him, and I think I've helped him kind of develop as an entrepreneur as yeah. well. So it's it's been a and, – and he now owns part of the company. He That's made awesome. a big sacrifice. He left Yelp. He was doing really well at Yelp, and then we aired on Shark Tank, and – bunch of sales come in i said hey i need you to help pack orders so he took a week vacation and then he was having fun and he's like man mm. if you need help just let me know i'm here for you and i'm like well, what do you think about making it full time and he quit and that's that the rest is history man yeah it's it's cool seeing you guys work together so and he's he's a really cool dude i wish maybe next time he can go fishing with us so <clears throat> but um so you got in the fishing I mean, you're in the fishing world. I mean, I've seen you guys all over. I mean, you guys have been on iClive a few times, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mike's a pretty cool dude. <laughs> a little crazy. <laughs> but he's cool. Um, but you also introduced another line of the same product into the arts and crafts industry. Yeah, it's now between 30 and 40% of our business in the sewing and quilting, cross-stitching and knitting industry. In fact, we're, uh, we have a Swarovski rep that puts crystals uh, through there. Through, we're a recognized Swarovski dealer, and they put crystals on our rings and sell oh, them man. in the sewing quilting <laughs> industry. Um, our new peel and stick flat mounts ship now from the factory on ten to twelve thousand dollar Innova sewing machines that are distributed out of Houston, uh, which is crazy. I never, you know, never thought I'd be that getting is, my cheeks pinched at a you know quilt show. That is crazy. <laughs> oh man, well that's cool. Yeah, I know my mom. She's she's big into that world, and I've shared it with her, and, and I know she shared it with a bunch of people up, up in Oklahoma and stuff. And uh, that's cool. You know, when did you? Was that an initial thought? Once you've seen how good it was doing in the fishing world? Yeah, so Jen, uh, my wife, started using them when she would do, like, uh, you know, patching a shirt or sewing something together real quick, making pillows, fixing stuffed animals, and she would see my ring laying there, and she'd pick it up and use it to cut. Um, and then you could take them on airplanes, so that was convenient because their TSA was taking scissors and stuff mm -hmm. on domestic flights. And then I had some family members reach out, so that's kind of how it started. And then... Uh, um, after getting so many emails after Shark Tank aired, because um, we had mentioned, hey, we, we might be able to get into the quilting industry. Yeah. And then our inbox blew up, and um, and then we it just kind of pulled us into that market. And now we're uh, being sold all over the place, and it's been, been huge. Man, that's, that's cool. It's just another revenue stream and, and a whole new world to get into. So, And you all have come up with um, several other things. Recently, you know, you mentioned the flat mount cutters, but the zipper pulls, that's probably my favorite product y'all have come out with. Very handy. Use yep. it every single time I go fishing. And um, I just like it. It's cool. It's cool design. You can hold it. I'm not too big on having stuff on my finger, you know, as far as the rings go, but I would, I would put those on my rods. And then... Um, since I'm on my boat now, I've got the flat mount cutters. You've seen those mounted on there, and then and then the zipper pull. Um, but that's good. Is that doing pretty good? Yeah. So you know that that's really been our focus. One thing is we're very connected to our customer base uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we do all the shows ourselves. We don't hire out our trade shows. So that's really helped me as a product developer. Uh, it's helped me 
listen to our customers and that's where my ideas come from mm -hmm. somebody says dude i love your ring i put it on my backpack with a zip tie well then i'm like man i could make a zipper pull cutter that's where that idea came from you know yeah. so people were sending me pictures on instagram uh, the flat mount i had people zip tying our ring to boat rails the down tubes on t-tops and then you know people were saying hey if you had a flat mount i could put it on my console or on mm -hmm. my bait tank where i rig up behind the seat so that that's where these these uh these ideas have come from and the zipper pull we just landed a fifteen thousand unit deal with a clothing manufacturer um so uh in ice fishing they use jackets and they they're really nice they're 800 bucks for a set of pants and a jacket um, and then if they, if you fall through the ice, you'll, you'll actually float. So it's like a really Sweet. high tech stuff. And when you're ice fishing and it's 20 below, the last thing you want to do is take your gloves off yeah. and grab a snipper or scissors. So, um, they put our zipper pull on their jacket now and they'll be shipping this fall. And, that's uh, awesome. yeah, that's, uh, we have our, our, uh, flat mounts now, AMS bow fishing ships our flat mounts stuck to the bow or they're selling them with mm -hmm. under their name manufactured by line cutters. Uh, I didn't even know the balloon twisting industry. They cut the ends off of balloons. I remember seeing <laughs> something y'all did. I know you shared uh, some balloon. Some the Dale the balloon. Yeah, twister. that's it. Yeah, Dale yeah. the balloon twister. Uh, which I would just was. I had no idea. Scuba divers are using them. Uh, we're looking at getting into home improvement and possibly medical. So it's it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> started with just trying to save my teeth and you know <laughs> yeah well i mean you know living down here i mean we're pretty lucky because i mean we got there's a lot of big names in the fishing industry here in houston i mean a lot of lure lure companies and we got down south lures chicken boy chicken boy and uh um you guys and and i mean there's just several different companies in here that have kind of started to uh, to go national but you guys i think you're reached everywhere so do y'all ship a lot internationally or yeah uh so the neat thing about being in the fishing line cutting industry is people fish all over the world and they all use fishing line so that means they're a customer of ours and and that's what's really helped us and then the tv you know after there's a two-year delay basically after shark tank airs on abc mm -hmm. and then uh the, through the network contracts i don't know how the all the details work but then like two years later we got all these emails from Australia, like, I just saw your product. I want to become a dealer. And, it, you know, they're seeing it for the first time. So it just, as it re-airs and hits international markets, that helps. And then people are struggling with cutting braid. And and so yeah. it, it we're not spending a ton of money advertising. It's kind of pulled from, you know, it's it's really our, our growth is 100% organic. Yeah, that's cool. That's the way it should be. And Amazon, now that uh, Amazon's international, that's that's that makes it easy so we're in amazon in france germany italy spain the uk australia uh new zealand canada mexico and we're getting just got into japan in fact our package got lost getting shipped over there <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know when but uh you know again the message to young entrepreneurs starting off is you don't need to have 20 employees. You could start a business if your product's good. You one a one man band, one woman band, could literally be selling in nine countries all all with yeah. one person. So it just with today's technology, it, it people are intimidated, and and all you have to do is get online and read or call a mentor, which I've been mentoring some young students, and 
they're like, it's, that's all you got to do. I'm like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. It's not hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like this thing and we were talking on the boat. It was like, I never thought ever be down here being a charter fishing captain or doing a podcast or anything like that. So, um, yeah, you can do anything you want. That's right. So, well, all right. So we know the business is doing great. You guys are rocking and rolling on that end. Um, but y'all have had y'all have had a lot of struggles along the way. I think probably the most notable was the flood. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen anybody actually trying to catch fish from their living room before <laughs> besides you guys so what was that like well so you know when when you invest your whole entire life like sell a house all your every possession to get a business going you become very passionate about trying to keep that business alive so hurricane harvey came we had water in the house my wife and two daughters evacuated to grandparents house in mm -hmm. wisconsin and uh, we had, I can't remember, seventy dollars to $100,000 in inventory that if, if our AC went out, then what happens in Texas or humid areas is mold grows all over the house. So you want to keep that AC going. So we, I really had no choice that I, Colin and I stayed at the house. So when the water came in downstairs, we moved up into the attic and we had an AC still going. <laughs> Um, and we actually believe like we have video of shipping packages by a kayak and boat. Yeah. I remember seeing some of this. <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. But we're like, let's stay here. Let's fight to keep the business rolling. Um, you know, if, we, if mold starts to grow or if the AC goes out, we'll try and evacuate our inventory. And, um, we ended up, you know, just literally making the best of it. We rescued a bunch of cats. We would turn <laughs> people's septics off so their, their motors didn't burn out. And we made a, a punch list for the day. We'd get in our kayaks, go do the, the neighborhood helping out stuff, come back. And, uh, and that kept us busy. And we were there 12 days uh, going to the bathroom with a hole cut through a lawn chair because um, we had no septic, taking bucket showers. I'd filled our bathtubs up with water. And, I mean, honestly, it was, it was like literally roughing it. it was rough in it. But, you know, it, it, we always laughed and, you know, had a few cocktails from time to time and did some social media live. <laughs> Are any of those videos easily accessible on social media still? Yeah, the Facebook I'll lives. Try to, I'll try to tag some of those on the show notes on this because uh, they're pretty... I won't say they're funny because it was not a funny situation, but you guys made the best of it. And, uh... <laughs> Probably the only two dudes still in Brazoria County. Are you on Brazoria County? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> still running a business, taking stuff to the public. And y'all had somebody come and like meet you and pick it up that you know where they could get with the vehicle, right? Yeah, and y'all yeah. just we had a contraband run. So we <laughs> we uh, we were out of beer. We hadn't had beer for like a week, and we hadn't <laughs> had a meat of any sort. We were eating like ravioli and you know just stuff like that, and so a boat was going by, and we're like, "Hey, can we can we get a ride?" And so the uh, the police officers were nice enough to say, "Yeah, if you want to get some beer, you know, we know what you guys are doing, helping out and stuff." And so we had a, <laughs> uh, a chewing tobacco beer run, and uh, just just for a two day, we had two days of you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. Oh my goodness. 
Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Yeah, and uh, I know you were super glad, as was everybody in this area, when when the water finally went down. But y'all y'all had it worse than anybody. You got where y'all were, and then over in Katy, in the Katy area. I mean, that flood was. I mean, we didn't get the hurricane. All the media attention was up here. You know, and the mid coast is what got destroyed um, physically from wind. But man, that water! I've never been in a flood situation like that before and thank god you know our house was spared but so many of our friends lost everything i mean you guys lost so much stuff and and uh i know the rebuild process is not quick with yeah. with those situations and I mean, there's still people three years later now trying to rebuild yeah the and, the, and what makes it so bad is that it so many houses get hammered all at once yeah. so then there's not enough contractors and there's contractors that come from other states they take the deposit the shady the shady contractors. yeah and then like we had people in our neighborhood we have a, a neighborhood facebook group uh, which is awesome and then you hear hey my contractor ran off with our deposit and i mean the horror stories uh yeah. somebody in our neighborhood uh, had flooded the year before i guess there's a big flood in 2016 yeah um, that seems right in angleton and it had taken them a year to get their house repaired, and the weekend they were supposed to move in is when we got hit by, by Harvey. Uh, I'm laughing just out of the sheer how bad was, I felt for them. It was even worse for you guys because you knew it was going to happen, and it was a slow. I mean, because you're watching the river. I know, and you're just oh, here comes the water because the I mean the river is basically just backing up, and uh, I just can't. I, I remember. Being in my garage at 4 o'clock in the morning or whatever, my buddy called me and told me, like, you need to go outside and see. And uh, it's the most surreal thing I've ever seen in my life, just seeing that water come underneath the garage door. And um, like I said, we were very blessed. And, uh, I mean, the water came all the way up, and it basically stopped an eighth of an inch from going into the house. Oh, wow. That's and amazing. the tide stopped, and that's the only thing that saved us is we're right by the bayou. And the tide, it got up and it kind of leveled off and it just stayed right there. I mean, so we knew we were going to, the house was going to get wet and, uh, and it just, it just started going down. Wow. And, uh, so like I said, we were really lucky. I mean, the town I live in, it's like 80% of the homes were totaled. I don't know what it was down where y'all, but it had to have been that or higher. Oh yeah, it was higher than so, that for sure. But Yeah. Uh, being from Oklahoma, one thing I always tell everybody is, man, if I'm going to lose everything, I'd rather be hit by a tornado and it just be gone and not have to deal with these stupid <laughs> hurricanes where you've got a week to look at it on TV, like this one right now, Cristobal or whatever, you know, we've been watching. Because, um, I mean, you're sitting there and you're just like, is it going to come here? Is it come here? And, you know, and, uh, with everything going on right now, man, I mean, that's the last thing anybody wants to to deal with emotionally is worrying about a, a storm so hopefully this thing doesn't turn into anything major 
So, but yeah, so that was a that was a big hurdle for y'all, but y'all pulled through it. And um, water, um, I mean, have y'all had anything else that's really affected the business? I mean, like, talk, I guess talk about like this year. I mean, we were in the middle of trade show season when this thing hit. Yeah, so, you know, we, we have five trade show circuits all across the country from California to Rhode Island. Um, and so that's a big chunk of our revenue direct to consumer sales uh and they shut down pretty much all of march so i think we had lost about 120,000 in sales in march just as from that that trade show section of our business uh online sales surprisingly were strong uh actually amazon uh quit taking orders uh or shipments from non-essential businesses mm -hmm. so amazon was shut down for three to five weeks which hurt us as well but our our shop our our web's e-commerce site kept us kept us going, but yeah the the trade show business that definitely hurt. Um, so my brother and I skipped a few paychecks to uh, we didn't have to furlough anybody. That's one thing I'm very passionate about is taking care of my people. So we didn't have to let anybody go. Um, we didn't have to lower anybody's pay, and uh, and then we filed for the government the paycheck protection program. Um, that helped out a lot and. Now we're uh, about almost 100% over last year, which is crazy. So we're doing yes. about double um, online that we did last year on Amazon and oh. on our, our website. So we weathered the storm. It was scary. Uh, you know, my wife and I were talking, we started an organic garden. We're talking about taking deer out, you know, during deer hunting season. And, you know, you always plan for the worst, but just like Harvey, you know, you can sit and worry um, mm -hmm. you can say the world's ending or we're doomed, but it, it just doesn't, it doesn't help. So, you know, our deal is plan for the worst and hope for the best. And just, you just, you know, or just got whatever it takes attitude, you know, we'll just, yeah. if we got to deliver packages by kayak, so be it. If we got to, you know, live in an attic for 12 days, you know, it's like if you can just train your mind to not think the world's ending and, and then try and throw in a little fun, like we were doing a Monday night happy hour <laughs> where we would, uh, I mean, it was like n stupid. Like it, it damaged, I'm sure we damaged a lot of people's brain cells just because it was I so watched a couple of it them. It was so dumb, but uh, we had people saying after, like, I can't thank you enough. Like I, I just, you know, hearing you guys saying and, and having fun and they had, you know, it, it just it helped people realize like you get so caught up in the media and all that. They're like, I could, yeah. just felt like I could breathe after I watched your guys' little you know your little deal and yeah. and i mean that's what it's all about i quit watching tv like the news and it's, it's, it does man it will it will make you sad and yeah. go crazy yeah yeah and it's ridiculous that it's that way today but that's just the way it is yeah now and uh you know people put i mean the, between the news media and, and i'm not saying all news media outlets are bad or anything like that i mean it's it's good to get information from them but um I mean, we know how things are these days. I mean, it's a lot of people putting stuff up on social media that isn't true or whatever, and causes lots causes lots of drama, and and uh, you never know who's going to read it and take it the wrong way or get affected. And and uh, yeah, you know. we talk about this all the time at church. It's like social media is the devil, but it's a necessity. <laughs> 
You know, I mean, it, it can be, it's so good for businesses and stuff like that, but man, it can be so bad and addicting and, and, uh, but you guys use it so good for your, to your advantage. I mean, you guys do a lot of content and are constantly, I mean, I've talked to you about this before, you know, constantly putting stuff out and, and keeping your following engaged with what you guys are doing and just putting fun stuff up. Um, crazy stuff, you know, fishing and all kinds of stuff. And, Hot sauce and, uh, challenges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that start? I uh, mean, <laughs> have you tried everything there is to try by now? Pretty, yeah, honestly, yeah. So when, okay, so the most, any, any of your listeners right now that are listening to us, if they've got a younger brother or sister <laughs> or an older brother or sister, there's an interesting dynamic of sibling rivalry slash messing with each other slash whatever and that's really how the hot stuff stuff started i really enjoy hot peppers and i just love hot stuff because of my dad you know he got me started young yeah well my younger brother colin who's now our vice president um at a trade show uh went to the hot sauce booth and said what's your hottest hot sauce and the guy's like oh it's this and colin said is it really hot and he's like well, it's hot, and he's like, no, my, no, like I need something hot, and so the guy pulls out this this teardropper of this pure, I think it's called capsaicin or something extract, oh, yeah, and it said on there a danger extract. So Colin's like, can I have some of this? And the guy's like, well, you can't have it, but you can take a couple of drops. So <laughs> a couple of drops. Like, he's just like, and there, we have this on video. So he's like, just put a drop in there. So Colin did a drop, and then it was like Dumb and Dumber, you know, the scene with the, you know, the X-Lax or whatever, where yeah. he's like, <laughs> just dumping it in. So Colin did like a full thing, and I got got my Bloody Mary, and, and, you know, of course I was in pain. I was like foaming at the mouth. It was like really bad. And then uh, people saw that, and then uh, they sent me a one-chip challenge, this Packy one-chip challenge, the hottest chip in the world. I did that on live. And then it just turned into this whole, like, you know, again, social media, we show behind the scenes. So then we have people sending us peppers from across the country, like, you got to try this. And now it's kind of our thing um, where, you know, people want to come up to our booth and say, I want to try this or I want to see you do that. And, yeah, it's been <laughs> it's been pretty wild. I like hot stuff, but I'm not eating any of that crap. <laughs> you know, I want to keep my taste buds. <laughs> I think we need to have you do at the next show. I'll do. I'll film it live on Facebook. I want to see you do the one chip challenge. Uh, maybe. Please. Or the end. The hot sauce we have called the end. It's like 30 bucks a bottle. Has anybody ever died from eating one of these yeah, chips? Yeah, that's, that's what uh, I was told. You know, we should have, we you have, have to a sign disclaimer. a waiver. Yeah, yeah, we're actually at that point now. It's so popular. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Those are funny. Man. So what is, what is some of the craziest stuff y'all have gotten to do? since y'all have gotten into this you know i mean y'all do i mean y'all do a lot of cool stuff like over at icast y'all do the the big party over there every year which is always a lot of fun to go to and uh we all we all planning on doing that again this year or yeah last year um they uh a couple of places had said they, they had said it was the biggest party at all of icast and you know line cutters i mean it's we're kind of a nobody compared to the big companies you know mm. but uh you know, we, we co-hosted with Filthy Anglers, and we had celebrities there. We had, I mean, it was packed, you know, to, uh, top to bottom, just absolutely packed. And this year, we're going to rent out the whole place. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that goes back to just we engage with our community. Uh, mm -hmm. We engage with our followers. We engage with our fans and, and family. 
and uh, that's that's helped us connect and do these really cool things so because we put ourselves out there we're not hiding behind you know paying somebody to run our social media we got a lot of really cool invites and uh one was we such your text yeah, yeah i was just like chimes you probably hear that a couple times yeah, uh <laughs> we hear uh or we went lobster hoop netting out of catalina island <laughs> um fishing shark fishing and crystal river with bikini bow fishing team um i mean we've done just some celebrities you know ufc fighter hangout yeah. stuff and it's it's been really cool uh we fish all over the country because we're doing shows mm-hmm. so steelhead in portland i'd never done that was an absolute blast um yeah it's been it's been really fun that's cool yeah it, it's a um it's cool getting to experience stuff around the country i mean just different things man i mean um i had never never been to florida before the first time we went to icast you know so i've been fishing several different places over there and and uh you know been to alaska and and some other cool places and um do you have a favorite like what's your favorite what is your favorite fishing memory or experience like Um, is it a big fish probably my first tarpon was probably the most exciting um that just tarpon's my favorite species i think that that was my my most exciting and then i Mm -hmm. i also uh caught a permit that i had to jump out of the boat and swim through underneath the bridge the bridge header because the boat won't fit in it had swam through it's all on video it's on youtube actually yeah, it's called miracle permit catch but that yeah. was pretty memorable jumped out of the boat treading water and then that boat picked me up on the other side and we ended up landing it so those were those were pretty fun and then catching shark in the kayak eight foot uh, bull shark on video that was a blast yeah, i remember seeing that that's yeah. crazy yeah so it's yeah it's just fun it's a blast i love all of it though small fish size doesn't really i i have just as much fun pan fishing in wisconsin you know just all i, I love it all yeah yeah um my new friends from minnesota the ribby family from kids outdoors man i told them i was like next year it's like i want to catch pike again it's like i know up there it's like another northern pike you know but man i told them i was like we're coming up there next year <laughs> to go fishing up there so i haven't fished up north in quite a while so i'm uh, really hoping that that happens have you ever so, ice fished I've never ice fished. Oh my gosh, you have got to do it. Just promise so, me you're going to do it. My buddies at the hunting public, they've been doing some videos where the guys are doing the sturgeon. Have you seen that where yeah. they're spearing the sturgeon? They use a chainsaw, cut a bait. Dude, that's you can do that freaking with nuts. Too, eh? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, they're sitting there for hours and all of a sudden one will just swim underneath and they're just like, yeah. stab it. <laughs> Yeah, just like these are like, you know these pounder. are giant fish. Yeah, so that would be fun. I would do that for sure. And as long as I was ice fishing in, in a um, one of the little enclosed things, the ice houses now they have TVs in them, fireplaces, beds, and they call it a rattle reel. So you're you're laying in your bed watching TV uh, while somebody's cooking in the kitchen, and then the in the house like in your ice yeah. house there's holes that you're fishing <laughs> and then all of a sudden you hear the rattle reel it's a bell that's on this this spool that's on the wall and and the fish takes the bait and it makes the the spool rattle and you're like fish on you grab a walleye while you're watching tv it's <laughs> awesome just don't straighten the skillet yeah <laughs> oh my gosh have you ever been out there and like hear the ice start cracking 
every time. Malax, <laughs> we do an ice fishing event in Malax. It's a team line cutters ice fishing event. And yeah, uh, two years ago, it was like for some reason, I guess the the wind has a big impact on the ice, like just through nature, you know, stuff that I don't understand forces, and and it was causing the ice to like buckle. And so you'd be like walking and then you would feel, and imagine, you know, you're walking on, I don't know, two, three feet of ice. And then all of a sudden you feel your legs kind of like, you could feel the vibration and then you like, and like thunder, like it literally sounds like thunder. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Dude, you got to do it. It's so much fun. Oh my gosh. Well, I'll try anything once, but yeah. I was I was just wondering, has anybody ever been out there and just cracked and drifted off? And <laughs> Every year trucks go in. Every <laughs> single year. Oh, my goodness. Shoot. Well, we have plenty of trucks down here that end up in the water from idiots who don't know what the heck they're doing at the boat ramp. So I'm surprised we haven't seen one happen since we've been sitting here because this ramp's pretty notorious for that. Wow. So um, I've seen guys back their boats right off the freaking parking lot here thinking they were at the boat ramp and just like, what What in the heck are you doing? Um, yeah. So, well, um, have you guys, I guess, kind of your game plan going forward from here? I mean, have y'all got like a, like a, I'm sure you've got like a business plan, like where, where you kind of see you guys are growing. I mean, I know you're coming out with some stuff that you probably can't talk about right now, but um, I mean, y'all are constantly creating stuff. I mean, I ask everybody this, but it's like, how big is this thing gonna get? I mean, it's pretty damn big now, but well, we so we have kind of our our business model, which is, I mean, it's it's out there. You can see it. It's uh, to listen to your customer tweak your product design develop and introduce a new product so so far we had the ring then we got the flat mount then the zipper pull now we have a new mic small scissor coming out that has our, our patented cutter on it so by by kind of listening to your your customers and and being pulled into different markets we're just going to use the same game plan like if you're winning your football team your, your game you know first half is going mm -hmm. well your offense the passing games on fire you know, stick with it, you know, and, and we've, we're sticking with the game plan because it's working. And so we're just going to use the same game plan. And then now we're going to expand into a multitude of different markets. And, you know, that's, that's what, that's and y'all have got tons of other stuff too. I mean, y'all have got a whole apparel line and, and, and the, the fish grip things with, you know, and, and hats and all kinds of that other stuff. I remember when you were on Shark Tank, didn't Damon be like, when you mentioned you got the apparel stuff, yeah, all uh, of them. Mark Cuban was a how how's that how's that go? It's it's surprisingly <laughs> okay. So apparel is a love hate relationship. <laughs> no matter what happens, if you run out of some or you're running low on inventory, a customer will buy the one size you don't have in stock. Yeah. So, and then it's expensive because you're giving stuff out at discounts and this and that. So. In order to be profitable selling apparel, you have to take an inventory position. And that means like order a lot and get it really cheap. We sell a ton of apparel and that's something we're really focusing on this year. There's some print on demand services. And for us, that's gonna really allow us to 
turn up the heat, like putting nitrogen oxide to an engine. Mm. Um, that's going to really help us because uh, we, we haven't been able to get into women's apparel. Now we're going to be able to have, you know, we have a lot of uh, Instagram influencers, female, that wear our stuff. We just make them custom pieces. Uh, now we'll actually be able to sell uh, to the yeah. to female and to youth, and that's going to help out. And then we'll be able to offer more to the on the on the men's side. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's something that y'all have done really a really good job on. Is like you know, your your pro your your pro team or whatever, and then the the youth that y'all help kind of sponsor and stuff. I know I know some of the kids that have come to Coastal Brigade and stuff. I know um, have been part of that, and uh, that's pretty cool. Getting some people involved and 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 being able to even af- afford that opportunity to them. Yeah, it's uh, our our. F- philosophy or model is completely organic we don't pay people to wear our stuff um if one of the first questions we have uh, on our on our thing is have you ever used our product so we get literally every single day we get applications and we really appreciate it but we hand vet out everybody that gets invited to our team and our first question is have you used our product or do you currently use it so if somebody's like i want to be on your pro staff team if they're not using our product or if they don't believe in our product then you know how can you how can you honestly support something that you don't use yeah you know we're, we're organic we you know so that's that's helped us really pick and choose who we have on our team and i think we really have a special team we have a no drama policy no negativity policy we ask that the pro staffer helps in the community in their local communities and it's a if you talk to anybody on our team it's a really special group mm-hmm. that's cool man um and that's growing. Like, how many people you think roughly have y'all got that y'all are that are part of that? So I mean, we have that's an, a pretty big team. Yeah, we've got an elite team um, that's about forty people. Our pro staff team's about two hundred and forty, and they're in France, Australia. You know, they're literally all over the world. Uh, and then we have a youth team that's uh, I think at the last time I looked was around seventy or so. Yeah. And we a lot of times we we ask that their parents are on as well, so you know parental consent, so they can. Mm-hmm just kind of keep tabs and stuff on them but uh yeah it's it's exciting you know when high school says we just want our logo on your jersey and because they just like what we're about that's the best compliment you can get yeah we have uh now we're just rolling out a high school program we have a guide program which i put in your box by the way okay so it's called the partner network program um really really excited about that and then we have a uh a high school fundraiser program so we got three uh programs we're releasing yeah Yep, and uh, um, I've heard you talk and give your your spiel. You came to Coastal Brigade. Uh, that was our first year, I think, wasn't it? I think it was the very first year we had Coastal Brigade here really? in Galveston. Yeah, and because uh, I know I had um, me and my wife wanted to get some custom rings made, so Colin made those with our logo on for all the kids, and uh, um, that picture still pops up every once in a while because we had. You with all the kids and all their their line cutters ring. That was so cool. And, I got uh, it too. I got it saved yeah. in my office. Yeah, that was that was a good good time. So, well, hopefully, maybe I was kind of hoping we could have camp this summer. I guess I can say our program's canceled this summer now. But because uh, I was like, all right, well, maybe Vance will actually be here, and we finally got our camp moved away from the week after I cast, <laughs> and then now everything's just done this year. So, <laughs> but maybe next year. Maybe, Who knows? Maybe a Coastal Brigade Zoom meeting. Yeah, no, we're not. We're just that's too much trouble. So I had, my camera would be off the whole time. 
My wife is doing all of her stuff for work through Zoom meetings, and um, she's got all these crazy backgrounds. And then every day when she has her staff meetings, she's like looking up some uh, all the newest funny memes and stuff about coronavirus and this. So if you have any good ones I can share with her, let me know. And I'll have her add those in. So <laughs> she'll just like randomly, they'll be talking and just put one up, you know, <laughs> just to see who's paying attention. But That's but, a good uh, way to do it. Yeah. So, but, well, cool, man. Well, dude, um, I I appreciate you doing this. Um, is there anything else you want to mention before we get off? I mean, we've been on here for a little while. And, and um, you know, you guys have made a, a huge impact in, in the community you know, here and, and, and around the country. And, and, uh, I see that because y'all have gotten so much bigger. It's like, usually I can't even talk to you at most of the shows because <laughs> everybody else is wanting to talk to you. So, um, but, um, I mean, you guys are doing it. You're living the dream. We work hard, you know, and, and I know y'all work hard. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I guess if I were to say anything, I'd, I'd just want to say thanks to all of the people that have supported us. Cause really, you know, um, through this downturn, so many companies are going out of business and we didn't have to let anybody go. Uh, we didn't have to adjust paychecks and that money's coming from the pockets of people that are supporting us. So yeah. buying our rings, whatever. So, um, you know, that's, that's, we, we don't take it for granted. Um, so I thinking our customers is huge. Uh, our servicemen and women giving back to vets is really important to us. And at the end of the day, you know, we're in a free country I got a chance to literally walk away from my job and just start a business just because I could, you know, uh, that's absolutely huge. And then, you know, officers and people, firefighters and stuff that keep us safe so we can do trade shows all around the country and not worried yeah. about getting carjacked or whatever, you know, those are the, the support network in our country is no matter what you hear in the, in the news, this is the greatest country in the world. And, we have the best customers and the best support staff out there, and and that means the world to us. We wouldn't yeah. be where we're at without them. So oh, that's awesome. That's true. So, well, Vance, thanks, buddy. And uh, we'll definitely have to do this again. I'll bring my daughter next time, and uh, maybe we'll try to get out a little bit earlier during the day. And uh, but yeah, who knows where your wife and girls are? I guess they're still swimming over there. Yeah. If we go so, out early oh, there next they time, are. Colin I see him down there. It for sure. Yeah, he sleeps in. Yeah, that's, tr too. that's true. <laughs> so, well, cool, man. Well, uh, thanks, and uh, we'll see you soon. Awesome, brother. All right, Again, man. thanks for having me on your show. All right, appreciate, it, bud. All right, buddy. Thanks. for listening to this week's episode of impact outdoors podcast we really appreciate everybody listening and tuning in and uh following along with us and some of these amazing stories we're bringing to you guys and uh look forward to continue doing that and um if you'd like to to reach out and uh, if you got any suggestions for the show please email them on to us at derek at impact outdoors 
or follow us on Facebook and Instagram and uh, be sure to share it with a friend and and, uh, and if you wouldn't mind if you're on iTunes or anything man just jump on there and, and give us a rating and leave a review we'd love to love to hear from you and see who uh, who we can get on the show next we've got some great guests lined up here in the next few weeks and and really looking forward to bringing you those and uh, I know everybody's still struggling through this coronavirus time right now and it's definitely making a, a big impact on everybody we've we've personally had some some dealings with it here locally here in Texas as the case numbers continue to rise and stuff but um, you know we're gonna get through it and um, hopefully we'll come out better on the other side of this so um, praying for everybody hope everybody is doing good and tune in for the next episode all right thanks a lot search for the one they call king but who will take his throne tune in to waypoint tv's battle for silver saturday may 18th from 12 to 6 p.m eastern presented by abyss battery waypoint tv a life that has the stories to back it a life to be proud of it's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. Six, eight, Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.